Favorite podcast. Favorite podcast. Favorite podcast. Find us everywhere you listen to podcasts. Now you get to see what it takes to create something for y'all to listen to and watch. Hope y'all appreciate it. Let's get it. Does digital privacy even exist at all? Digital privacy? No. Uh, if you were on the internet, such as like Facebook, or even have a Google account, such as a Gmail, your first and last name show up, you got your birth date on there, you got your phone number on there, you got your other privacy, like they'll ask the three, the three questions. Like, um, the security well, questions? The security questions, right. And people will answer truthfully. Now, once that's on the internet, you're on the internet. <laughs> There's no it's or votes of being off the internet. In order to get off the internet, you can't be on the internet. <laughs> Literally. So basically, you can't even not leave a, a digital footprint. It's very hard not to leave a digital footprint. Exactly. So once you've already entered that info, it's on there. It's almost like yeah. once you're Neo and you're in the Matrix, you're Neo, you're in the Matrix. Right. And on top of that, if you make someone mad and you don't know who you made mad on the internet, they can leak your information just by off of these public websites that the government puts out there for everybody to mm. look at. And how would somebody protect themselves from something, somebody leaking their information? Uh, one, not clicking any links. That's an obvious one that everybody tells you about. Um, downloading something. Um, it could be anything. It could be a picture. It could be a PDF. It could be just a normal FEXE. It could be literally anything. Um, to stay off, like, so they can't leak your information. <laughs> Don't have any social media in your first and last name. Use a fake name. Always go by that fake name. If you always go by that fake name for years and years and years, everybody's going to know you by that name. And once you go by that name and are unknown to society and all that stuff, then you can just play around and get away with whatever you want to do. That's crazy because it's like, we grew up in this age, right? Mm -hmm. So it's almost like, I feel like if you don't know this shit, we grew up, you're we had, we had a small amount of privacy right. right before the internet. Right. But it's like, even then, like, I feel like a lot of kids younger, they get exposed to this type of information. Or is this something that a lot of people still don't know? I wouldn't say they don't, don't know. I would say that they don't care. People always say to us and to everything online, they got nothing to hide. Everybody says that, no matter who it is, if they if they feel like they're top shit on the internet, they're gonna they're just gonna do it anyways. But, Maybe it's um, because they are not paying a fee to apply for the profile that they feel. Oh, it's a free thing that I'm applying to. I wouldn't say anything like that. I mean, I, I'd say once they get hacked and once they really experience this kind of thing, I'd say then I'd be like. Yeah, all right, I'm off the internet. <laughs> I'm not going back on the internet. That's how everybody is. Everybody that, that says, oh, it's too good to be true. And then next thing you know, it happens to them. Now they don't want to be on here anymore. Shit. So let's say I was to get hacked. How could how could I go about retrieving my stuff? How does somebody that doesn't know a hacker that doesn't, how, how like, how does even, how does somebody that's clueless, like, damn, I got hacked, all my information is leaked. Do they have to get the VPN to now start securing themselves like that? Or is there a form where they can get a hold of another hacker to retrieve their information? Or there, there, there is nothing you can do if someone got your personal information because then your information's on a website that's called Doxman. 
Doxpin was Pastebin. Pastebin used to be a, a bin where hackers like myself would post information like that, just in case if they tried to go on all these public websites and to purchase um, their information off there. And a lot of people tend to do that. But if your information's already on Doxpin and Pastebin, there's nothing you can do. Nothing you can do. I mean, you can change your passwords and all that stuff, but there's there's nothing you can do. So even if fraud is fucked, you, you're fucked with the fraud aspect of it too. What we call the pros or profiles, that's that's uh that's fraud. I mean, um like identity theft and all that. I mean, I've I've seen many, 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 many different ways of identity theft. Um what's the most common? Most common I'd say is let's say I get somebody's information. I would go on to Telegram or to different IRC chats. Internet relay chats where other hackers, hitmen, different sorts of people are in these IRC, IRC chats to purchase this kind of stuff like uh, identities, uh, first name, last name, the social security number, the credit card information, the um, phone number, like that phone number. Once you get that phone number, then you can really start messing with the person and spoof that phone number. Now, once you spoof that phone number, not even that phone number, but you can use that phone number um as a hacker um just to get more information from their family members because if you're texting somebody off of that phone number obviously the family members are going to text back because they're like oh i know that person that's where you get more information damn so that's like that is that before what they're doing now with uh what are they doing now with they're saying that hackers are using your your voice now voice recognition yeah like the ai shit right that was like before the AI shit. Now we're at the level where they can even fucking mimic your voice. See, no, the AI stuff that's coming out, you can use AI for literally anything. You can use an AI to take a picture of somebody like yourself. We can use you and pretend you're talking. We can use your voice and all that stuff. And this AI is able to detect that. Right. And we can use that for phone scans. We can use that to chat with family members. I don't know if you guys ever heard of like a this scam where... Somebody calls you, and let's say this person's in the military, right? You got that person's voice. Now, you um, contact their family, say, hey, I need $13,000. Can you send me this in that person's voice? Obviously, what do you think they're going to do? Send that much money. Right. And that's how that's how that goes. Uh, wow, that's crazy. That is kind of a fucking like, shit, you bro. out of nowhere, just creating the video, creating the voice, and all right, this is what we're going to do. This is the amount we need. This is how we're going to capture it. Um, is there also like a different way besides, because I know there's also, like you said, the biggest thing is capturing uh, the phone number. Is there another one that's also very big besides the phone number that can, you know, capture that information as well? Any public email addresses, old email addresses, there is even websites out there where you can just put in this email address and you'll get anybody's password. Anybody's password, and you'll get all of their old passwords. You can't hide that. That's why everybody's so saying So even if you, like, shut down that email, it's still out there? Yes. So that, yes. like, that inbox still exists? Yes. It's in the cloud. It, that's what they call it. It's in the cloud. It's on the internet. It's out there already. There's no way to get around that at all. Damn, I'm going to go home and watch Mission Impossible, the la the latest one tonight. My mind's about to be mine. Because I'm hearing there's so much shit in there that's like new technology that 
they make it seem like it's in a movie, but nah, they got certain shit out there that's already, you know, in the works that governments use and all that, you know? But just to rewind a little bit, what got you specifically into into hacking? Um, back in 2011, I was on the internet playing video games, and uh, there is this big thing that's out there that's called doxing and swatting. Well, back then, doxing and swatting and DDoSing, which is distributed denial of service, where you can hit on hit on Wi-Fi, you can hit on websites, you can hit on literally anything that's on the internet, and um, uh, I was in this lobby, and I didn't really think much of it, because that's what people do, you get on the video game, you just want to have fun, maybe talk shit, and <laughs> go along by your day, and all that shit, right, well, um, I made somebody mad, I got doxxed, and then I got swatted, and then they continuously just sending the SWAT team to my house, and all that stuff, and I'm like, how do I do that, I want to do that too, and so I was studying, and that's how I got into hacking, just doxing and swatting. So basically, somebody gets your information and, and sends a SWAT team to your house? Yeah, that's, if you go on Twitch or YouTube, that's our biggest pet peeve, and that's what we do most often in it, is dox and swat these streamers, because that's our clout, that's how we get known, that's how we get recognition. Same thing with all these hackers that are getting arrested and all that stuff. That's our kind of our goal. Because if you get if you get arrested and you get known for this, then you're a known hacker. <laughs> Everybody's gonna know you then. Right. That's what people want. So you don't want to get exposed so that no. you don't get swatted by no. your peers in a sense. I learned, I learned my lesson. I don't know how anybody can go with uh, what they're doing with that. Damn. So they did that to you and that's what made you then want to learn it. Exactly. And then what was like the first things you like learned about it? If you can talk about it. They call it now is OSINT, Open Source Intelligence. And um, I like to now find people. Um, it could be literally anybody. You go on the internet, you find somebody that's making somebody's day a bad day and you try to get their information. And that's how I got my, my knowledge is getting people's information. Same thing on a video game. Um, we were catching predators and all that stuff. And... The only way to catch somebody on the game is to get their IP, threaten them with it, get them on social media, talk to them, be nice. And then that's where the social engineering comes into play and you start talking to them, be cool with them. And then they start giving you more information. Once they start giving you more information, such as their mom, their sisters, maybe their address, maybe um, their phone number. That's how we used to do it. Um, let's say on kick, that was a big thing, right? Um, this kick platform, everybody was making group chats and all that stuff. Um, just a whole bunch of gamers. And then this online dating came along and I thought it was just game on. Now I can just social engineer them, get their information and then put malware in their computer or their cell phone and just go about my day. And that's how it really was. And you would do that then. through like uh, JPEGs you would send them? or JPEGs, PDF files. GIF files, EXEs, you can send so it. So you would use like something that they thought was related to them. Most definitely. And then it's like you're just fishing basically and see who bites. Is that it. how you so is that what social engineering is? Social engineering is talking to somebody and getting get them to, to believe you. Yeah, they want to get to know you, they want to trust you, and if that person doesn't trust you, you're not gonna get any information off of that person. Mm. This could take months, this could take years, but we're gonna keep doing it until we get it. 
That's how. That's how we do it. That's fucking alarming. <laughs> yeah, very, very alarming. Now the fi- the fishing is a crazy one because I know that also happens in the email ones. Um, I, like sometimes I'm at work and we get those on our firewall. Yeah. Um, they get stuck. Uh, they'll do the, hey, I'm your CEO. Uh, they'll use the CEO's name. Yeah. Uh, I need you to buy, you know, some some gift cards. I'll pay you later. Uh, you know, this is for such and such party. And it's like, I've already seen them so often that I'm like, all right, they're fishing, you know? So it's like, do you also like, is there similar emails that you've seen or encountered where it's like, they're also fishing in that, that same way or a different way? Fishing, fishing is not really much of a thing anymore. What is the thing? Um, there was this website that was out, it was called Z shadow. And a lot of, a lot of hackers, a lot of people would just go on Z Shadow, grab a phishing link because the Z Shadow would make them a phishing link like for Facebook and all these social media platforms. And then they'll send them out. But now you got people that want to make money. You want people to uh, shut down your computer. They want you to um, have your company shut down and hold you in ransom. That's where ransomware and malware come into play. And that's how we make millions. Is that of what happened with uh, MGM and, and Caesar's Palace and all them a couple weeks ago? Exactly what he was just explaining, but it was just for malware. It was ransomware. Mm-hmm. He got somebody to believe. Oh, that's a worker. All right. Well, I'm going to download it. Once they download it, they're done. <laughs> that's that's how it went. And next thing you know, you're connected into their their Wi-Fi and their network, and then you're able to spread the malware to all their systems, and that's how it spreads, and it spreads, and it spreads, and you can't get rid of it until you pay for it. I think they said it. they didn't want to pay the ransom was a million at first. Now it's, it's up to 110 mil. mil. And, like, they still haven't paid it, I don't think, and they're losing. They're not having business at MGM right now. Yeah. Shit is wild. I'm sure they they hired their side of team to try to like. But that was go what I heard it. that they had they had like a they had already basically been shopping around to see somebody to to check their their infrastructure and all that, and they told them that you have holes that they could be exploited, and they didn't listen. And then the next week, I bite that ass real quick. Let me eat, and they they're eating and shit. Patterson, I think, was the only smart one that paid real quick. Like, and that's, and that's what we do, too. We'll give people warnings. People don't take our warnings at all because people just like to threaten and all that stuff. Right. Until it happens, and then they apologize. They want to do whatever they can to get rid of it. But once that's in and infected, you're done. You're not getting rid of it because if, if uh, a hacker like myself, if we don't want to be caught and all that stuff and really don't want this ransomware and malware to delete off of the computer because then that ruins the campaign <laughs> business over we can't make any money right. so we make it so they can't find it which is fud which is fully undetected and it's over with you're not gonna get to it Fuck, bro that shit's nuts yeah so a question that i've always wondered bro I've seen this on TikTok. I'm sure you've seen this on TikTok, mm-hmm. Manny. I don't know how many other people see on Instagram, TikTok. But does your phone shut down when you turn it off? Or is it still on somehow, some way, shape, form? It's always on. So even if you press the power off button. Even if you like emergency turn off and shit. Edward Snowden even exposed it on the internet. He, 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 he exposed all that stuff. That he's a whistleblower. Um, so was he a hacker? 
for Edward the Snowden? Most definitely. That's why he was a whistleblower. He loved he the technology. A, he was a hacker for the NSA, right? He was. Yeah. The NSA, the CIA, the FBI. He was with most of the branches. And he didn't like what they were doing. And he exposed it because it was corrupt. It wasn't supposed to be there. And That, that was, was part the, of the Patriot Act and all that shit, indeed, right? Indeed, yeah. But yeah. So uh, because the battery can never truly be removed from the phone, it's never really off. Right. Interesting. And it can be controlled remotely? It's always breathing. Right. So does that mean that it has to be an agency or it could be a hacker that can take over any phone? Anybody. Anybody. Even yourself, if you really wanted to. It's just it's just malware. You could download malware off of a simple website and pass it along. And then that's how you spread malware normally. So in a sense, that's like a creepy husband can like spy on his wife that he thinks she's cheating on him by spreading yeah, malware. Ma- creepy husband will look for a hacker like myself and ask if we could spy on them for them. Or find, um, see if who's our relatives and all that stuff. They'll ask us a whole bunch of crazy stuff I got a job to do for, for them. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> we got a few. I'm not kidding. But Damn, yeah. bro. This shit is... Does it pay handsomely? <laughs> What was your question? Does it pay handsomely? Yes. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I think malware, it, it, uh, it's a thing that it's used in different ways because even in, in my industry, of the, of the, in the industry I work in better say with live events, they've told us something where it's called a death stick, basically. So it's malware in a USB stick that they can just stick it into a console, stick it into just about any device, and it'll just, that device is fried after that. They also call that stick a rubber ducky, where you can stick this rubber ducky into any PC, and you're able to have full control over that whole PC. Same thing with Wi-Fi passwords, with all your passwords, whatever you want this malware to be that's inside this USB. Is that is that that makes me more cautious of giving my Wi-Fi password to just anybody that comes into my barbershop? Uh, well, yeah, because then they could just park across the street and be connected to the Wi-Fi and, and get all everybody's your, information that's right. on the Wi-Fi, right? Right. That's the other thing I was just about to ask because they they were saying that like you shouldn't connect to every free Wi-Fi. People sometimes just because they have low signal, you know, they're at a stadium, they're somewhere, and then there's the free Wi-Fi. People tend to have that you know custom of just let me connect real quick. You know, to have that good signal. But I've heard that, like, connecting to all these free Wi-Fis can come at a consequence. Uh, yeah, because one of these free Wi-Fis is, could be malware. Um, like, let's say I do an MITM attack, which is a man-in-the-middle attack, right? I'm going to send a captive portal. This captive portal is able to get your password. It can get your password. It can get anybody's password, whatever this captive portal is. You can make this captive portal into social media can make this captive portal into your online so you can connect to their bank account. You can connect to a lot of stuff, but you also can um, do another MITM attack where um, you can send fake Wi-Fis. Literally, it'll go on your phone. You'll go on all these Wi-Fis, right? That'll show up. You can add a ton more. That's free. Now, if somebody clicks on it, you're done. <laughs> Simple as that. You've been compromised, basically. Right, right. Fuck. And we're in a big city. You've yeah. been compromised. Literally. 
So here's here's the other one. VPNs have become like very famous, you know, in the recent years. Um, how safe is a VPN? Number one, and then number two, is it? Are they just collecting data because technically they're gathering all these people and telling them, "Oh, it's safe to to put your data with us," you know, because it's the safest thing right now. Well, you've seen with Nord. You've seen with all these other VPNs that got compromised. Yeah, and what happened to them? <laughs> they got leaked. The, nothing is unstoppable. Nothing is protected. It is unpenetrable, basically. That's what they say. And then you got the DDoSing that comes along, which is distributed denial of service. I could DDoS your VPN. Maybe you can change the connection, but I'm going to still DDoS you and I'm going to keep doing it and doing it and doing it. You already until... have an extent of my information, enough power. That gives, gives you enough power to still systematically fuck with somebody's shit. Right, because if that VPN's off, what comes on? Your actual connection. Once your actual connection gets on, I get your real IP. I can do a lot with that. So it's like a it's like a fucking mouse and cat fucking game. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yo. So basically, everybody must learn a new language. Right. To prevent this type of shit. Right. Because mm-hmm. if you don't learn this skill or this language, you will be compromised. Well, do these hackers like to make their all VPNs because it's. When you hear about a VPN, what does it stand for? Virtual private network. It's supposed to be private network. When you're on Norm or Express or Prue or all these other platforms, where are you registering your information? With them. It's not really a yeah. private and network. And that's why I said, for, like, I, I see it as a collection of data. Like, mm-hmm. basically, they're trying to collect data on people right. because people turn, like, they sign up to the, to the service. Uh, put their information in, you give them your email, you know, you give them also uh, the information for them to per- to, for them to collect payment from you. And then at the same time, anything that you're surfing on, on the web, since you're using their VPN, right, it's going to their location or whatever. Right. Uh, basically, all that is them gathering information on you. Right. Like, what do you look at? What are you searching? You know, so that that's on like, I, out of the concept of it, at least the way they sell it, I'm like, I don't think that's like a real, you know, VPN. What do you think about Facebook? What, are, what do you think they're doing? What do you think Instagram's doing? What do you think Twitter or so-called X is doing? What do you call all these platforms are doing? They just want to collect people's information. Then if the government wants to purchase it, what are they going to do? They're going to give it yeah. because they're getting paid. They don't care. I was going to ask you about well, that. About yeah. A couple of years ago, uh, we had an incident in San Bernardino where there was like a shooting and the FBI was very stickler on hacking their phone, their iPhone. Yeah, their encryption. Did, and Apple did not give in to that. But FBI developed, a, uh, I don't know, a hacking technique that basically would get past... Um, but the passcode and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Past the manufacturers. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, so, and to... I remember that was a very significant moment because like from that moment on, the FBI had the capability of bypassing Apple's encryption. Um, but like that's one thing that I've heard when it comes to Apple. Like sometimes people say Apple Maps sucks. And the reason is because they don't necessarily keep your data like Google does. I don't know if that's true. Maybe they do, but... Uh, um, that's one thing maybe that they I don't heard. show you that they do. Exactly. It may be that. But that's one thing that I've seen with the difference between like when people refer to Apple Maps and Google Maps. Because like, cause Google Maps, it's like you can go on Google and see like locations from like two years ago. where you were, uh, Yeah, like, everywhere you've been you and know? where were you at this time, at this hour. with yeah, And crazy. Apple, it's like it'll do it for the last 30 days maybe. 
But then it like I haven't been able to find anything past that. Um, I don't know if you have any experience with that or what you think about that with like, yeah, certain companies have in a sense cooperated with the government. But what do you think about Apple and that incident and others, maybe? Apple may not want to tell people that they're giving away their information, but I can tell you that they're not going to deny money. Like, um, where the information stores, yeah, it's not going to store on Google or anything, but it's going to store on iCloud, on the cloud. It's still a cloud. Same thing when you transfer your phone data into another phone. What do you have to do? Sign into your iCloud. And if you can't sign in your iCloud, you can't get your information. Mm. So they're obviously storing it. They're lying about that. Definitely. And I wouldn't say that because this is just my speculation from what I've seen based on these situations. And, and I related to the map thing because um, I, I just, it just, just that thing that I've seen on, on where it breaks it down between all those different maps and platforms for that is just how they're using your data constantly to be able to determine algorithms of how um, traffic is going to be from one day to the next and all those types of things. You know what I mean? Because now even on maps, you can like look up like, okay, I'm going to go to downtown LA tomorrow at 12. What If I need to be there at 12, what time should I leave my house? You know, type of thing. So it gives a projection based off of the traffic flow from day to day and whatnot. So that's why I'm bringing this up because well, you also that's information think, in itself. <laughs> you also got to think about Amazon. Was a fire stick in their house? Was a lot of Amazon stuff in their house? Was the Alexa in their house? Yeah, How do you Alexa think they're keeping track of your location? If you're registering your information on the internet, that's yeah. connected yeah, to your IP. It's all like... um connecting on the network so like if you're at home it's connected to that and then if you're yep. on, the, on the network on the road it connects somewhere no but it's the same thing like uh with your car and your vehicle like my phone uh it will tell me because i've connected it to my vehicle it will tell me your vehicle is parked this this many miles away right when i park it in the street or whatever from where i live it'll be like oh it's it's a mile away or whatever it's this distance it'll tell you exactly where it's at which i always thought that was so weird in in the maps feature uh, or it'll, it'll I don't, it knows your routine. I don't think it's weird because there's some clumsy people that just lose their cars. They forget where they park. So the, sure. <laughs> the other thing is like the routine, right? So it knows that you drive. Like for example, every morning, uh, the Apple Maps will be like, "Oh, it's gonna take you about 15 minutes to get to over here," and it's like it already knows where your job's at, you know. And it's like what, like. I just it's feel like, like I said it's connecting to all these servers yeah. that it's just connect, like it's trying to facilitate our lives but making it us feel more dependent not even like I feel more insecure of the fact that we're not we're not alone anymore like Michael Jackson said bro you know what I'm saying like we got they're watching us bro mm -hmm. boogeyman is watching us big brother is watching <laughs> So it's like it's them, and now it's another group of people watching us and shit. You know, like that's just kind of fucking creepy, bro. Because like, imagine what about like security cameras? Can that shit be hacked? You could go on Shodan right now. You go on Shodan Um, you could see any city camera. Yeah, there was a guy. Uh, I think he was in Europe where he was doing that. He he got famous for doing that. He was posting them on TikTok where he was basically just getting into every camera anywhere and just showing people real on real time and just being like telling people like hey this is what you what you're wearing this is what you're doing like literally it was it was one of the craziest things I've to watch I seen people like literally like speaking to the camera 
And they're like, who the hell's talking? And the family doesn't know, but they're saying little weird shit. And out of nowhere, like, I've been watching you for the last 30 minutes. Are you talking about, like, the ring cams? Yeah. The ring cams that their network gets hacked. It could be literally anybody. Uh, people that are sh- um, searching for open vulnerabilities in the, in the camera world. Um, Is that easy to do? For them, because they study in that. Mm, so, uh, basically, if you're studying this, if you're trying to, like, really... You can gain that skill. How many hours approximately do you think somebody has to do to or accumulate to become a like a master hacker or something like that? Well, how many hours did, did you take to become a barber? I mean, t- t- it said they, I mean, they say it's 10,000 hours to become an expert or something. Technically, you should have that answer. So it took me about yeah, 10,000 hours. <laughs> then I still don't feel like I'm like fucking there. You feel me? Like still things I need to... But I can go for anybody. It's how bad you want it. How bad like, you want that kind of information. Have you seen people go from like no knowledge, naiveness to like, yo, what the fuck kind of hacker are you now? Have you seen that? Most definitely, especially the people that I teach and the, the younger generation that that's developed because of the whole AI stuff now. Now you got the AI that can tell you to create some malware and yeah. tell you how to create the malware, how to spread the malware, how to uh, make a botnet, how to make a VPN, for example. Literally can make anything with this AI stuff. Yeah, I was talking to an IT guy and he was telling me that. He was telling me that like it basically now you don't need to learn how to write code. The AI can write the code for you. But if you know about coding... You can you edit the code in certain ways, but now it saves you time and how long you have to write that. See, it, it used to take me about, I'd say, a few days to make a full developed website with no errors. Now it take me about a day, not even a day, just to make a whole website now. Same thing with malware. Malware could be fully developed. Okay, how do I encrypt that malware? How do I not want it to show the code? How do I... Uh, make it FUD, which is fully undetected, and and it'll tell me how to do it. Can can somebody use malware for good, or is it always used for a... Uh, uh, malware. Uh, malware is so much fun to play with. Um, malware can be made in a whole bunch of different ways, sent in a whole bunch of different ways. You can do uh, so much with malware. It's, so you can make can you it give too- us examples on that, like um, different ways that you can use it? Sure, to send malware to your computer. I can watch you through your camera without you knowing. I can grab your credit card information, your bank information, your your whole information, including and your And that's if you saved it to the computer. They would automatically save. Okay, so like even if, you, like say, because it gives you the option, right, on the computer where it tells you save this card or don't save this card. The fact that you've already entered it, it's already saved, even though you tell it not to save it? Sometimes, yeah. Okay. People don't like to pay attention to that kind of stuff, but yeah, it happens. It tends to happen a lot because if someone's going to consistently use the credit card over and over and over again, they're going to be like, damn, I don't want to put this credit card information anymore. Hit that save button real quick. Now it's there. Mm. You can't get rid of it. It can go with any saved information. That's like, even if you delete the cookies, it's still there. Your cookies are always going to be there, yeah. yeah. So that's just an idea that, like, some bullshit, some bullshit that they tell you that it's like... Uh, you can tear cookies, but people don't know how. A lot of people, like, I'd say 99.7%. <laughs> that's true. Fuck. Bro, I, like, I, you don't know how many times I've Andrew seen... Andrew right, man. We got to ex- escape the matrix. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how many times I've seen IT go up to people and be like, 
delete the cookies and then you'll be able to use the software. And they're like, how do I do that? Right. <laughs> right. He's right. <laughs> it's virtually impossible then, huh? It's just people don't learn. Something. Like those little things are just like, you know, deleting that. It's because like you said from the beginning, they don't care. They don't. They don't. They don't, they don't here's, care. Here's the other thing. Uh, private browsing, right? A lot of people think… Incognitos. Incognitos, right? Google now puts the message of like, hey, just because you're using this doesn't mean your provider is not going to see it. Your work is not going to see it. But for a long time, people thought, you know, incognito, man. Oh, no one's going to see this. Well, it doesn't save in your history or any of that, but they're still watching. There's nothing to get around that. Um, you can use like a VPN or put on proxies to get on this social media stuff and all that. That would help you. But just to get on all these platforms still on your IP address, you're not hiding. Mm. And then how how long does it take you like now to even create your own VPN? Five minutes, two minutes. Wow. You so can create cool. one in one minute because all these YouTube videos and all that stuff that people are putting out there. Mm-hmm. So So basically, Kanye was right. Get off the grid. Literally. Fellow Chicagoan. That's correct. But I think it's one of the hardest things. You would have to leave your phone behind. That's what I'm saying. One. Get off the grid. Like. <laughs> you can keep your phone and always have a VPN running. Always have a VPN running. Always have your proxies running. All that stuff. Connecting to any type of Wi-Fi. Make sure that VPN's ready in hand. And turn it on before you connect. That's how you stay off the grid. Right. If you still want to stay connected. Stop using your real name. Stop using your personal information. Make a phone number off of text now. Buy a phone number off of Google for like 69 cents. Like, so Google number, you recommend it? Or well, not that not one? Not a Google number, but okay. there's certain websites that you can go on to to purchase a cheap phone number and like Twilo. Twilo was made just for businesses and all that stuff. But people like me like to use Twilo for spamming for malware for phishing whatever it may be we'll use that certain platform um there was another platform that was out there that was called fire rtc fire rtc was um something that we used for swatting nobody was able to trace back to our swats and then that got shut down now people can't use it now we have to find different strategies different methods different ways to do it going back to the vpn just to add a little bit more on it uh, even Apple, I don't. I'm pretty sure you know that too. Apple uses there's there's called the relay, where you can activate it on the phone as well. Um, I'm not too sure about the whole relay thing that Apple got going on, but if they got something going on, it's just extra money for them. Mm. That's the way that I because the the way that well they you they don't you don't pay a cost for it, but their whole thing is you can activate it right on your phone on on your MacBook. Supposedly, anywhere you go, it'll just look like you're in, on the Apple site the entire time. Yeah, but me, myself, and I, I don't trust nobody. I don't trust mm-hmm. anything. I'd rather have my own stuff. Yeah, because it's a third party. Right. And I don't want to be that next person that gets leaked on the internet because of their stupidity on security because they don't care. that People are not getting paid enough to watch that kind of stuff so people slack on that and that's where they get lazy and then boom what happened yeah. <laughs> and I, I think the phone number thing is very important as well because one of the things that I've noticed you know in the recent years too I remember back in the day you can make you could be able to make an email without requiring the phone number yes. but now for any email you want to make 
you got to provide a phone number. So it's like, that's another reason why you would want to probably have like, you know, buy a phone number that's separate. Right. You can do that. Um, same thing with emails. Um, maybe after this interview, I'll give you some platforms where you can go on to. Um, but there's a couple of emails on there that you can purchase like for four or five dollars. And you can make it an FBI email. You can make it any type of email and get away with it and send it to whoever you want to. And yeah. And the FBI can't come after you for doing this? <laughs> Who are they going to find? Oh, fuck. So it's like, it looks like it, but they can't even find right. that person. Right. Unless you print that shit out and right. email somebody like, <laughs> they fucking. Same thing with email spoofing. I can make my email look like your email and send out that whole bunch of emails looking like that email. There's a couple platforms out there where. You could send out any type of emails, such as the FBI, the CIA, and start campaigns. Now, who's not going to download something because it's an FBI email or a CIA email, whatever it may be? That's crazy. Uh, what, 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 what about, like, for example, when um, when Hillary's all of her emails got leaked? I know it's because she was uh, using she was using a separate server that was. She was like, using the, the the United States server, the government server. That's why it got leaked. That shit's easier to get hacked. Anything is hackable. Nothing is unhackable. Right. There's lazy people everywhere. It's about that person that's behind there that's willing to put in that time and effort to keep it secure. But if that person's going to get lazy and drowsy and not care, we're going to get she, it. She said, fuck it, let me burn the files. And she burned her half her house down. You guys remember that shit? No, I don't remember that. Whole, like, damn near her whole upstairs to destroy the files and shit. Hard drives and everything. Uh, yeah. Yes, it's trippy you say that. So, like, if, for example, if a company or an individual, the only way that they can combat it is, like, in, a se- in essence, being a hacker themselves to know how to protect themselves. What was your question again? Sorry. So, in order for in order for a company or an individual to want to protect themselves to that to this level that we're talking about, they have to, and essentially, be an, a hacker themselves, right. have the knowledge of one, so that they be able to. Maybe what I don't know control uh, create a malware that's able to combat other malwares or I don't know other sh- stuff like that. That's the only way you can really combat this stuff is what you're saying. Right. Otherwise, you're sitting ducks. Right. And us hackers, we always think outside the box. People don't think outside the box. They always just I don't know why they always think inside the box. They don't care what's outside the box. They don't care about looking for that kind of information to stay secure. They just don't care. <laughs> it's like they got nothing to hide. Next thing I, I want to ask, uh, passwords. The new thing now is they make commercials on it saying, you know, don't put a simple password. Google's saying, you know, use our platform that creates and generates the password for you that's long enough, big enough, whatever, in order for you to feel protected. What do you think about like those keychains where they're saving all these passwords now? You can you can go on Google and type in a password generator and how many characters you want that password and stuff. You can use that kind of stuff because we use that kind of stuff. And if you change it often, it's not going to get updated in the system. But if you change it consistently and consistently, they're not going to log you. They can't because you're always changing your password. How much is consistent? Like uh, often? I change my password every three weeks if it's important to me. And I know that I don't want it out there to the public. Yeah, I change it every every three weeks. So that's for like any account. That's for or like is that the password for the computer 
What does that look like? Password for the computer. Um, I'm not too worried about the password to the computer because of the fact just don't download anything unless if you know what it is and if it's an actual program that you can verify that's an actual program mm -hmm. then you can download it but other than that don't download anything from anybody don't click on any link until you see who that is if you don't know who that is and if you can't verify if that's the actual person why are you going to click on it because you can spoof a link to make it look like an actual link but once you click on that link it's going to take you to a whole separate link that's not the link that you clicked and then you're fucked there's nothing you can do about that so then uh recommend is basically every through three weeks for any like personal accounts that you if you really want to taking if you're really taking this security to the next level and really care about your security and what goes on on the internet most definitely would you also say that for like the banking banking yes um especially um uh there's these websites uh i'll put one out there snooze base you can go on snooze base, put in somebody's email. It could be any type of email. If it's an old email, you're going to get a lot of results. If it's a newer email, you might get it one or two. But once it's in the system for like months on end, it's going to be put in the system where you can find any Should type of password. Should you be changing your email often as well? Yes, I do. How often would you change the email? Every month. I have, I can't even tell you how many emails I have. <laughs> I've had the same email since I was in fucking high school, bruh. Now, if you go on the website Snooze Base, pay the $8, and you can get it for seven days. Put in your email right there and see how many passwords are out there. That's a lot of, that's a, a big, many accounts a or big one to go it. on to, right? And then can I deactivate them from that website or just show no, me what's active? No, with? change all your passwords. It's always going to stay on there. Uh, so even my MySpace is active somewhere, somehow. It could be. Damn, I need that actually because I forgot my MySpace password, bro. <laughs> I'm serious, I forgot, I forgot that shit. I forgot bro. my Gmail password. I need that. <laughs> I mean, my Hotmail password. Like, that was how I got my MySpace. Remember, Byron? You see, the only guy I knew how to do coding back in the day was that guy behind that monitor over there, and he knew he knew how to hook up your like uh your little like sparkling on your MySpace about me page part area. So he would put that and then put like the 23 and the Kobe sparkling and like fire and like fucking dope, dope emojis and songs and shit. Somehow he made it to be more than top eight. It was fucking, I don't know how he did it, bro. But that's the first hacker I knew right there. And then I don't know. He, you still hack, bro? No. I don't think, I, I think, I think he moved on to shuffling shortly after that. Oh, God. Bro. <laughs> he said crumping <laughs> nah man but like so so what, like have you had to have that have you had that situation though where like you've had to I don't know you have hacked somebody's I don't know their computer or something and you saw something that was like illegal it was fucking graphic it was it was something that it was like bro either the public has to see this or I don't know this person has to be exposed you know, what's your experience with that? Because when you're hacking, there's shit that you're going to see that, um, you know, it's not not meant to be seen, but it gets seen, you know? So like your that. eyes shouldn't have seen that, but they saw that. There's, there's countless of times. Um, it's a tool that's called ratting, uh, remote access Trojan. And a lot of hackers use that kind of 
malware to put in people's computers and turn on their cameras or take screenshots of their camera. Um, they'll also use another one that's called Metasploit that's on Kali Linux that you can install. Um, that's just a basic tool as well. But when it comes to seeing stuff, uh, most definitely, uh, there was a this time, I'd say, uh, recent, I'd say about three months ago, I hacked into a Russian camera and they're torturing somebody. Like that, that stuff kind of happens when you hack into a variety of computers and um, sorts like that. Same thing with scammers. What do you think you're going to see behind that scammer's computer? There's a lot of stuff that you're going to see. Um, people in general, maybe we'll find a predator and not know he's a predator until we hack him. And then next thing you know, he's a predator. We're about to expose you now. You know, like there's so much stuff that, that you're going to see, especially when it comes to the malware side or being in the hacking community in general and joining these hacker chats and all that stuff. You're going to see torture. You're going to see the hitman. You're going to see gruesome stuff and all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, it's it's what to be expected. Fuck. Wow. Do you feel like that's desensitized you to a lot of things? Most definitely. It gets you more paranoid about the outside world and how people really are behind the screen. And um, especially at home where somebody's supposed to feel comfortable and all that stuff. So you're not going to expect all this stuff that you would see out in the public. That's, uh Yeah. It gets you really paranoid. Do you think your worldview of humanity has changed because of that? Most definitely. Um, it's perspective of people and just corporations in general. It's, yeah, it, most definitely. How do you think it was before and then how it is now? Man, I, I used to go outside and enjoy my day, talk to everybody and go to school and have fun and all that stuff. And then got into the hacking world and you notice some real stuff that can really happen to you, like the kidnapping, and it's it's planned. <laughs> There's you feel no more morally, morally obligated to do stuff about what you see, like knowing that you have some type of ability to maybe do something about it. Um, yeah. Let's say when you see a predator or some shit like that, or yeah, shout out to LC Predator Catcher. I've helped him a few times, but we also done our predator catching to ourselves as well. Um, LC Predator Catcher, he has these decoys that go onto all these platforms and he pretends that he's a child and then he'll really physically meet with this person that's trying to meet this child and then he exposes them. The government, for example, he's caught um, the ex-cop, he's caught... Um, somebody that was working under President Nixon that I helped him with. Um, uh, there's a pope, there's a priest, there's literally everybody. Like I can name a whole bunch of whole bunch of um, big people that's been caught, right? And uh, it, it's not going to get old, and it's not ever going to end. Because does it not, get you more paranoid when like you can go into that site and see all the predators that are, live around you? Uh, yeah, I mean, as long as they're out there like that, I guess. But how many people do you know actually look at that kind of stuff? How many people do you know actually watch for that kind of stuff? Um, uh, when we catch a predator, my goal is make sure everybody knows. Not just one or two people that live in that area and all that other stuff. Everybody on the internet needs to know on who that is because of the fact that 
this is a non-stop going thing and they're just going to keep doing it no matter what. Did you see the one where recently this predator got caught and he was like, how do I work with you guys? And he was trying to like make it seem like, no, I'm just here to do a job or whatever, but then flipped it to... How do I get to work with you guys? You guys are doing a great job. You didn't see that one recently where somebody caught some weird creep trying to talk to a kid and shit? That shit had me like, what the fuck? How do you even try to ask that when you know you get got caught with your hand in the cookie jar trying to fucking talk to a child, bro? Like, And then flip it to, I want to work with you guys. Like, motherfucker. If you, if you go on YouTube and look up all these predator catching... Mostly 99.9% of these predators will come up with an excuse behind that. How do I work for you guys and all that stuff? They try to hide themselves most definitely every day. They're they're like, I'm showing up so I can work with you guys type shit. Right, and they try to get on our good side and try not to... Try to manipulate the situation and they think that they're trying to that little kid again and shit, basically. Right. They don't want to be exposed and people say it's a mental illness, but... Once you think about it, you got these government officials, you got all these other big people that is getting exposed and all that. What, is that not a mental illness or what is that? What do you call that? Right? So it makes you think about humanity. It makes you think about these people. Me talking to you, how do I know? You know, me talking to you, how do I know? It's it's a, it's a common thing. It's crazy, too, because one time I saw this video, too, where it was breaking it down between how, like, pedophilia is, like, the general aspect of it. But there's like subcategories within it that are like you could be attracted to a certain age, mm-hmm. not just like underage. You know, it right. could be just oh, I'm only into sixteen year olds. I'm just saying that for the, for the sake of this. I'm not saying that because that's just not really bad. You're gonna find you. for <laughs> reference only. For reference only. Thank uh-huh. you, sir. Yeah. But yeah, it's like it's like that, and I forget the actual. But there's all this like brand, and I was like, bro, I didn't even know this shit that it was like to that degree. You know sexual I mean? deviancies, like it runs deep, man. Yeah, and, like I, and that's why I was shit. gonna say it's not necessarily maybe a mental illness because I don't think it's a mental illness. It's more like, sadly, and and in a sick way, those that's what those people are like. I don't know if you want to say attracted to or what the fuck it is, but that's well. You see, that's what I feel like. Certain governments are trying to now. They're trying to flip the pedophile word to what is it? They're trying to say they're trying to say um. Which is that director that the one that had like a very young Tony Allen or something? Yeah, nah, what's not Tony Allen? Nah, that's not Tony Allen. You're talking about uh, Woody Allen. Woody Allen. Woody Allen. Allen. So it's like, what younger, younger, what is it? And then even uh, minor attracted person. They're not using pedophile anymore. They're trying to flip the government's trying to flip it to the mental illness to say, oh, that's not a pedophile. That's a minor attracted person. He's just attracted some. And then it's like, bro, what? The f- I have three kids And that shit Creeps me the fuck out But that's what I'm saying Like is it that Or is it the mental illness Cause it's It's like It has to be one or the other Is it not I mean Maybe you also got the mental illness Yeah But The minor Attracted Whatever they wanna call it I mean Yeah they're doing it themselves So obviously They're gonna name that's it That's why they're trying to flip you know? that shit That's what has me like The Epstein Island Must have been some truth sure. to that shit I mean yeah. that was another thing I was gonna say There's there's There was another Um wasn't it Elvis that had or, or, or Yeah he also He, he made a 16, 16 year old So yeah it's it's yeah. You see it a lot Amongst not just The government officials But very famous people 
Month, that yeah. Had, that had Dalai Lama just got caught ki- kissing a kid. Bro, sticking his tongue down in the throat. What you mean, dog? I'm kissing the kid. And it was a boy, little boy, right? I'm kissed by right now, but that ain't sticking my tongue down his throat, bro. I'll tell you what. You but you were both consenting adults. I'm just that's saying, though, difference. but still, like you said, kissing. That is like, the difference. Kissing, you know? like, I was like, that have you was, ever had to feel like Dalai Lama went to France that night, that day, bro? That was not okay, bro. Have you- you're not seeing their private life. You're not seeing what's behind that screen. You never look at that because they're a celebrity. You don't expect anything of it until they get hacked and exposed. Then it's, oh, we're the bad guys because right. we expose them. You know, it's like you, you can't win that in that type it's of situation. It's because the perception that gets people destroyed. have made gets destroyed. Oh, and then they're like, like, wow, that person let me down. Do you feel like this whole little strike in Hollywood has some merit or truth behind the whole fact that maybe they were going to get exposed? That's why they hit, took a long-ass break and that's why they... Do you, do you see some truth behind that? Or? That's where the money comes in because they got all that type of money and then if they're about to be exposed, okay, how much money do you want? How much? Do they, you know, like... It's always a payoff. It's always something with money. So that strike was maybe something similar always. to just to shut people up and and drop the attention to always. Because even Harvey Weinstein, like all these guys, were like in the industry and getting caught up doing shit that you know, fuck, like like that girl exposed him. The way she recorded that shit to get, catch Harvey Weinstein was fucking crazy. And then all these. All of a sudden, videos of people actually coming out, all um, like that Balenciaga or other big brands. That's mm-hmm. these people are actually coming out and saying, "Oh, this guy raped me, this guy raped me, that guy raped me," type thing. And it's like, okay, now all of a sudden you want to bring out that kind of information. What really happened? I mean, you I know? was about to say that same thing. I mean, I wonder if Trevor Bauer used the. I hacker, was about bro. to say yeah, because I mean, I was seeing how how all these messages came out about her. Basically planning the whole situation. Securing the bag. Yeah. Like, she was talking about his net worth, talking about all this stuff, and it's like... She wanted... She was trying to get him uh, to choke her so that then to claim what she claimed, even though he didn't do that. You know? And it's like, all just to go after his money and whatnot. So it just goes to what you're saying right now, Montu. Just some scary times we're living in. Scary hours, basically. Damn, bro. I did not think that... In the 23rd century, we would have to protect our phone century? number. Fuck, I mean, my bad. In Jesus the 21st Christ. century, we'd have to protect. Because we're in the year, the, the year the, of 2023, century. the year yeah. of our Lord. My bad. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, damn, we just hit, we just went 200 years in advance, bro. Yeah, we did. No, just kidding. Nah, um, my bad, bro. Static, man, fuck, bro. Why you got to put me in a spot like that? Anywho. Because, got to clarify that before. I, I mean, <laughs> again. In the year 23, the year of our Lord. Yeah, <laughs> Fuck, let me clarify it that way so we can go back in time so everybody can understand me. But I wouldn't know and think that we had to protect our social security, our name, our phone number, our email, fucking social social media, your passwords. Now that, now that you bring that up, here's the crazy part. Your voice uh, now and shit. El Salvador just signed a seven-year deal with Google. And basically, that digital system is now getting implemented into that third world country where now everything that's governmental, everything, they're going to have the drive in the cloud for them in order to come into the modern era. That's the crazy thing in that sense. I mean, that's kind of like, that's like they're entering the matrix, basically. People want to be on that level. If people aren't on that level, they get lonely and depressed and... They forget about life. 
it's the internet world now. Everybody's coming on to it. Everybody's in front of that phone, in front of that computer. There's no way of getting out of that. They need that dopamine hit. Right. Here's the other one. What do you think about facial recognition on your phone? It's always a thing. When you turn on that phone, you look at the camera, and then it unlocks your phone for you. It's always taking a screenshot. It's always taking a picture of you. Where do you think it's going to go? I've heard of that. What I mean, technique because I've seen it where um, people take the shot, and I I don't know if it's an infrared or, or how they take the shot, the but flash. it shows the like the flash that right. it takes a flash basically of your face every single time. Well, well, it's it's they've been saying this since Snapchat started doing the filters. Right. When they started using the filters on your face, that's when it all started, and then facial recognition became to unlock your phone and all that stuff. So they've been saying that where's all this information going? Why are they using your facial expressions or why are they trying to collect that data? And then now look, like now we got password right. retrieval. Use all these AI stuff. You on the AI that's that that can design like a picture for you or like a cartoon and all that. Like Mid Journey, you could take somebody's face and turn it into a cartoon or whatever. But if you type in a celebrity or somebody that's well known into Mid Journey, they're how do they know their face already? It could be they're anything. They're on the cloud already. Right. It's all getting saved. Fuck, bro. So then, you would you recommend that or be like, no, take that off? What What would be the other step if you don't recommend that? I mean, if you're really trying to make yourself unknown on the internet, I mean, start delete everything, deactivate everything, come up with a new Facebook and Instagram and all that. And I'd say in two years, you'll be under that name. Nobody's going to be able to find you because you go by that name. Everybody else is calling you by that name. Yeah, that's how it goes. Fuck, bro. Anything you would share with us that we should be aware of as... That regular, we might have regular folks you, that we haven't asked you. Yeah, that we haven't asked you that you're like, yo, this is something that we're working on or anything that you would like to share that. Well, mainly that malware because that malware is getting pretty well known out there now. I mean, the DDoSing is still out there. It's not as big as it was in 2016, 2017 era, but now it's coming on to how am I going to make this money? Hackers are wanting to make this money. People want to be millionaires already because everybody else wants to be a millionaire. So we're going to find our own way to be that millionaire. How are we going to get that information? Writing a phone, hacking a phone, hacking computer, sell your information. It's I just need your email and password on Facebook. I could sell your Facebook account. That's something useful to other people and other hackers and such. Why? Because that's you. Right. We can pretend we're you now. We can take all these other people, such as your friends and all that. And now you hear about hackers on Facebook hacking people's Facebook accounts and trying to send out these links to your family members. Okay, now we get access to your family and all that stuff. Now we can hold you all on ransom and get money out of you all. And that's just going to keep going. People such as scammers, like the Indian scam callers, who are they going for? Elderly people. Why? Because they're not fond or know anything about the internet enough for them to Yo, pay attention to all that stuff. Well, so I that's see, where I they see, get their money. I see hackers on Facebook exposing those ha- those Indian guys. Those, payback, those are hilarious. Where they were like, um, yeah, they were like straight up tell them their location, what floor they're on, and all that shit. Like right. take over their computer. That thing's hilarious, bro. Right. That's, and, that's intimidating. Controlling the computer. That's malware. How do you think they're controlling the computer? They infected them with malware. All it takes is getting that email to to send that email. And as long as if they, what if they, do they have to open it? 
The email to for the malware to get infected. The for the malware to even get onto the PC, you gotta download that, and then, and so you can open it. But if you don't download it, you're straight. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. I mean, you get in in the email they send you a bunch of those where it's like uh, randomly you get at Amazon.com, but then you read the the body and you could tell like it's a phishing email. It's usually in your in your spam email. Not always. Sometimes they do come in. No, to your for box. sure. But yeah. like, I definitely can tell. Like, damn. I, I, I usually, if I'm not expecting an email, I just don't even fuck with it. Or they do the. That's the way I see it. <laughs> we just did a new update. Uh, look at the update we did. Or hey, we're offering you this. Or hey, you're you're you didn't pay for this on time. Or now it's like they're sending you even Amazon links on your phones. Right. Have you seen those? Yeah, by text. Through text. And if you open that text, they get hacked your Instagram. Or, or even through Instagram. Have you seen the people that get their Instagram hacked? Through through like, somebody will send, hey, I need 100 bucks. I'll, I'll send you 120 tomorrow. And then Cash App, your shit is fried after that. A lot of people got hacked like that so easily. It was insane. So my question to you for earlier was when you started doing this hacking thing and you started like researching how to, you know, become the number one hacker in uh, um, were you like, were there any like pop-ups warnings where it was trying to stop you or like other hackers like seeing or somebody like monitoring you and seeing like, oh, what the hell this guy's, you know, trying to become this hacker. Back then when you're trying to become a hacker, I mean... It was a lot harder because you'd really have to get that information. YouTube wasn't as big as it was. Uh, Google wasn't as big as it was. Damn, so um, we talk, uh, uh, you don't have to say it, but we started talking about before 2010. Before 2010? Yes, this is, that's like the era we're talking about, like the time we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, 2008 to 2012 to 2013, maybe 2014. Yeah, I'd say 2014 too. But 2011, um, how websites websites weren't as secure as they were back then uh social media platforms phishing was a big thing back then people didn't really know about that whole phishing thing uh when you click on a link and sign into your information and all that stuff there's that um malware it was out there but only certain few people were into that malware stuff ddosing ddosing is a big thing or was a big thing as well where um, people will go on a video game, um, have an IP puller, IP puller, you can go on this video game, pull anybody's IP on the internet, and you can DDoS them. There goes their Wi-Fi, and you can hold them offline, so their Wi-Fi doesn't work at all. Even if they call their, their, their provider, it would... That's like the provider won't even know shit. We can, we can go on to all these big corporations, get connected to their Wi-Fi, DDoS it, they're not going to know what to do. ITs don't know what they're doing. I mean, they might, maybe, but what do you know about DDoSing a network? Your network's off. You can't access your internet. You can't access anything. What if it's a network that's not necessarily with internet? That doesn't have internet access. It's like, you know what I mean? Is that is that is it still necessarily hackable or do you have to somehow plug into that network to, to install How's it a network without internet? There's, there's a bunch. There's, I work with a network called Dante that it has nothing to do with internet. In fact, okay, you, what? If you get connected to their main thing, over there. you get connected to their main thing, 
not even just being connected to it, you can um, literally scan the whole network and you can scan networks around you. You're always going to get that network. You're not hiding. Um, people sometimes use Wireshark. Uh, another big one that's for like games and such is called OctoSniff. Uh, there's just a whole bunch of different ones. Um, back then, it was uh, ComView or CanEnable. Um, but yeah, nothing is impossible to get. And it, everything is so vulnerable. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, you know. Fuck, bro. We're not safe out here then. We're going to be uh, compromised sooner or later. I have a quick question, bro. On Mr. Mantu, better said. Um, so when it comes to people getting hacked, like their their cards, like at a gas station, is that similar? Like, is there some sort of malware in there? Yeah, you can put a device in uh, all these systems. And once you scan, it runs back to the um, whatever the, the system is. Uh, it's just another skimming or SIM swapping. There's so many other ones that's out there. It's insane. What, what about now when you see those wallets that it's supposed to be RFID protecting... Most definitely, you can have a device. Um, one of the hackers that got interviewed, he was showing that device where you can literally walk by and take their credit card information or scan for money and all that stuff. There's there's so many different methods out there. And do these do these wallets per se work or are they just? Yes, they work. Oh wow, they work. that's that's good. So let's get some of those wallets. What about like let's say like with, with the whole. Now the, the big thing is the digital wallet as well, like your Apple Pay, uh, Google Pay, whatever it is that you use, whatever device it might be. Um, is that hackable just because still that it's on your phone, it's on the iCloud? Um, I know someone recently that they lost their phone and they were able to, to access all their bank because, through the uh, whole Apple Pay and all that stuff. Of course, you're able to pay for whatever you want. If I hacked into your computer, your computer, and your computer, I could pretend that I'm you and use all your bank information, use your credit card information, because that's off of your device. That's a known device that your payment was on. So it's going to trust me because I'm on your device. You can go in any type of different way. I can put an RDP on your system. Once an RDP is installed on your system, now I can sell the RDP and now everybody else can use your system. And that has to do with people telling the system, hey, trust this computer? Most definitely. And same thing with phones. Uh, do you trust this device? Everybody says yes, 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 yes. And always hit that verification button. People don't read on what's going on and <laughs> they get hacked. Question. If you were to lose, let's say you're you're at... um the mall or something in yours, I don't know, whatever. You're on your computer and you happen to get like misplaced it and you come back, it's gone. Are you, are you, would you be able to track your computer and find it again? Uh, like, are you saying my computer? Yeah, yeah, like this is your Most computer. definitely, I have my own malware installed on my own computer. So if that does happen, or if anything tries going on, I can use that on my phone and then I could destroy my whole computer if I need to, or I can track it with my own uh, GPS system that I have in injected into my malware. There's a lot of wow. different ways that you can do to yourself to keep yourself secure. What, like if, the, what if for some reason you didn't do that? Is it is it then you still able to somehow track it or it's a no, lost? It's, it's gone. Got you it. can change all that type of information once you get home and once that information's done, it's done. We gotta have, um, we gotta iPhones have and... <laughs> iPhones, yeah, you can do that because they're made to do that. So if I stole one of your iPhones and brought it back to my house, you can call the police. 
hey, my iPhone was stolen. Okay, what's your phone number? They're able to get my location just by that type of information. Interesting. And what if it's like, like it's off? You can still figure it out and find it? What no. if it's shut off? In that sense, you can't find Completely, it. but iPhones nowadays, people don't know how to completely shut down an iPhone and it's always running. It's always turned on. Is there a way to completely shut it off? To make it so it's not traceable, but once it turns on, it's back on, it's traceable, so there's no way of... And there's a specific serial number to it as well. Right, right. They always get caught. Everybody gets caught if you steal an iPhone, unless if it's completely off and you sell an iPhone completely off to somebody. And that's that's about it. But other than that, you can't get away with that kind of stuff. One of the things that became very popular during the pandemic is uh, QR codes for menus in restaurants. Right. Uh, I know that that's another way that you can... In, is there like a way to install malware through the QR code? If someone takes like a picture, well, of you can make your own fake QR code, make it put it like a, in a sticker in a sense, <laughs> use that sticker, make it look nice and all that. And people are going to scan it and all that. And yeah, you're screwed that way too. There's multiple different ways to get access. So if a restaurant tells you uh, our menus are only on the QR code, you walk out. Most definitely. Most definitely. Basically don't modernize. Basically, don't modernize. Stay, right. stay like in the nineties, right. so that <laughs> you're not very like vulnerable. You're not vulnerable. You don't want to leave that digital footprint where they can start like swatting you. I don't want to get swatted, yo. Fuck that. Fucking SWAT team just coming to my house all the time. That would be fucking crazy, yo. It's gonna happen once a month. It can happen once a year. It depends on if you're still living in that same place. You're, you don't know. And if you become a Twitch streamer and all that stuff. What's our goal? Oh, we're going to make you look dumb on the internet. Swatch you. Help. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but, um, and you got anything else from Manny? No. More? Think Byron got something? You don't? Okay. No, Last okay. thing for me real quick. What about the war going on over there? What do you, how do you, what's, what do you... Any information that you've seen or like, what about, I've, I've seen something about um, like throwing uh, a fake yeah. signal about a, a bomb and, and, and you know, to, to, to throw off one side or the other. Or how does this, how is this working? Or how are, you, how are hackers being used in this war right now? Anon goes to another hacking team in the Palestinian country. Uh, yeah, it's a hacker war either way, no matter where you are, you're on the internet, it's a hacker war no matter what country you are, but with these wars that are going on, there's obviously op Operation Israel, Operation Pakistan, Operation Ukraine, Operation India. No matter what, there's an operation going on with all these countries and we're exposing literally everything and everything. Um, there's other hacking teams that's trying to fight against that, that's hacking other hacking teams. and um, But... Because yeah, I always wonder how thing. did how did the Israeli government not see this attack coming when they have one of the high, best Mossad intelligence groups in the world? The FBI said that. The DHS said that. CIA said that. All these other big corporations, big companies say that. They, well, I mean, there's stories out there, rumors, uh, saying that they reverse engineered the Iron Wall. So, like, they didn't see some of the stuff that was happening. 
I don't know if it's true. Put up that, this is that the hackers reverse engineered the wall so that the, the wall so that the the rockets can hit. Mm. That, but like I said, it's a rumor. I don't know if it's actually true or That'd not. That'd be interesting if that was uh, part of it. Now imagine all these robots that are coming, all right? What do you think is going to happen to these robots? People, are gonna, people like us are going to try hacking them and controlling them and literally, literally use them as whatever we want them to use. That's like the new police dogs, the metal ones that they're designing. They're not even dogs, right? Those yeah. are just tin cans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what they look like in New York. You see them in New York, just just swatting. Like I think they're on Venice, uh, Venice, uh, the uh, like the walk, they're like walking. Venice Beach. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So, but damn, bro, appreciate you, you know, pulling up on us and you know letting us know what's going on. Pulling on the, up on us, on he fucking the, broke into this place. What are you talking about? The, the nah, he sent <laughs> he sent a virus, and you know it came through the TV screen. If you guys can't see, he came in through the TV like the ring, literally. <laughs> He's not here. It's glitching. He's glitching. I don't know. It's an AI. It's an AI, bro. But appreciate you pulling up, man, and informing us on what to watch out for on the internet and what, you know, change your password every three weeks is what I basically learned yeah, today. When you pay, basically, when you pay your rent, change your password. Oh, fuck. Well, that'd be your, cool. That's, but yeah. Credit card pin. Change that all the time, too. Credit card pin. Change that yep. shit, too, y'all. What about clearing your catch? Clearing your catch, I mean... Yeah, that's for if people are having stuff like the payment systems and all that stuff into your catch and all that stuff. I would clear that too. I would clear everything. If you don't want to be hacked, make sure you don't want to be hacked. You got to keep on top of that security, the VPNs, the, the proxies, the not downloading anything, not trusting anybody, staying on top of that kind of stuff. Yeah, most definitely. Can hard drives be hacked as well? If it's in your computer, if it's in your phone, most definitely. Because yeah. what's running your computer, that hard drive. But if it's an external one? <laughs> That's connected to your computer. Oh, if it's connected, gotcha, gotcha. So as long as it's connected, phone, it can get hacked. I can connect to your phone from your computer if your phone's plugged in with the USB, USB. connected to your computer, it's possible as well. That's another reason why they say not to um, connect at airports. When you mm. see the free charging stations, don't that, connect your phone to that. That one cord can be registered with malware or payloads and all that stuff. So always use your own brick, basically. The other one that I've heard is it's happening with rental cars where uh, people rent a car, they connect by Bluetooth or they use the the wire and then bam. uh, There was a story about a girl, like her whole phone got wiped out to the point where she couldn't use her phone anymore because she connected it to the rental car. Damn. So, like, that's another thing they recommend because people have the tendency of connecting their phone to this and the music. And it's like, don't do that on a rental car. You don't know what's going on. This is one that you got to look into. Maybe you can do something with this hacking stuff. I saw this thing, this post recently right now. I think it was today where it was uh, this girl went to go see like a, like a palm reader or something like that. And the palm reader said, you're going to die in a few days. Turns out the palm reader poisoned her. She died a few days later. Right. And it could have been a plan to hit. It could be anything. It's the deep market that we're talking about here. It's yeah. the internet that we're talking about. It can get very deep and dark real 
Quick and fast, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I'm just saying, maybe, maybe you can expose this palm reader, bro. Who knows? <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, definitely. Thank you for coming on, man. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll make this happen again in uh, part two coming maybe, soon. Maybe y'all. in your dungeon. You know what I'm saying? Thank you for <laughs> Of course. Thank you, Montu. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Appreciate you, bro. Montu in the house.